Hello, everyone, and welcome to the June 25th edition of WorkComp Academy Weekly News. I'm Renee Foles with Floyd, Skern, and Kelly. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started with our litigation report. The Court of Appeal approves of online verification of a Department of Fair Employment and Housing complaint without having an actual signature on file. Here's what happened in the case of George Rickards versus United Parcel Service. Rickards worked as a package driver for UPS. In 2008, he was diagnosed with a lumbar sprain and a muscle spasm after injuring his back on the job. He was released back to work with the medical restriction that his daily shift be limited to eight hours and no lifting, pulling, or pushing more than 10 pounds. According to Ricards, the manager where he worked did not comply with the medical restrictions. Instead, he was assigned to long routes and to a preload shift at 3.30 a.m. that required lifting packages. Ricards said he overheard his manager claiming he was faking his injury and making a false workers' compensation claim and that his manager wanted to fire him. His manager then said that Ricards should not work as a driver any longer and offered to transfer him to another position within the company. When Ricards refused to sign the paperwork, his manager placed him on a workers' compensation leave of absence. After the leave of absence, Ricards returned to work in his regular position with no restrictions. Much later, UPS terminated him for unprofessional conduct and an unprovoked assault on a supervisor. His grievance of his termination was arbitrated, and the arbitrator found that UPS had good cause to terminate him. His attorney then filed a FIHA complaint through the department's automated online system. The system required that information be verified under penalty of perjury, but did not require an actual signature. His attorney clicked the Continue prompt on a screen containing, containing a declaration under penalty of perjury about the truth of the complaint he was submitting. The automated system then issued an automatic right to sue letter. Using this right to sue letter, Ricards sued United Parcel Service. The trial court granted the UPS summary judgment motion on the sole ground that Ricards did not file a verified complaint with the department before filing the lawsuit. In the published portion of the case of George Ricards versus United Parcel Service, Inc., the Court of Appeal reversed the dismissal of his suit. Before suing under FIHA, a plaintiff must exhaust administrative remedies by filing a verified complaint with the Department of Fair Employment and Housing and obtaining a right to sue letter. Prior case law authorized the verification to be signed by an attorney for the claimant. In 2008, DFEH announced its online automated system for issuing right to sue letters. A screen titled Signing Under Penalty of Perjury contained the statement, By submitting this complaint, I am declaring under penalty of perjury under the laws of the state of California that the foregoing is true and correct of my own knowledge except as to matters stated on my information and belief, and as to those matters I believe it to be true. The new DFEH regulations made it clear that an online verified complaint need not be signed. The Court of Appeal concluded that under the Uniform Electronic Transactions Act, 
An electronic record satisfies the requirement that a record be in writing. The attorney verification of the online DFEH complaint in this case was sufficient. And now our fraud report. A total of seven doctors and chiropractors are facing charges for insurance fraud. Prosecutors say chiropractors Dolphus Pierce and John Arakalian, practicing out of the San Joaquin Accident and Medical Center in Fresno, are part of that group. The other five operated out of offices in Bakersfield and Los Angeles. Prosecutors say the group has been defrauding insurance companies and the state workers' compensation system out of millions of dollars in phony medical claims since 2003. Six members of the group are now facing 21 felony counts of insurance fraud. Chiropractor John Brent Arakalian of Fresno is charged with conspiracy to commit insurance fraud and insurance fraud against the workers' compensation insurance system. The district attorney alleges Arakalian was among a team of chiropractors paid kickbacks to refer patients for fraudulent or unnecessary medical tests. In addition to the criminal charges, Allstate Insurance has filed litigation attempting to recover $4 million against the group. Allstate says Dr. Rios and Dr. And Dr. Rios and the Fresno chiropractor Dolphus Pierce ran PNR Medical and enlisted a team of medical doctors to see patients at chiropractic clinics. State fraud investigators say the chiropractors were paid $350 to refer between 7 and 30 patients per month to PNR for a one-day medical consultation. PNR hired doctors on a per diem basis to examine the patients, usually for less than 20 minutes, and dispense a prepackaged bag of pain medications. Investigators say PNR would then overbill for the visit and often refer the patients for a pricey MRI scan. To help prop up the scheme, investigators allege office staff at PNR Medical, like Maria Kabaganian, helped generate lengthy, detailed medical reports that were submitted to insurance companies. Tuesday morning, she also pled not guilty to 21 felony counts. The prosecutor estimates they've collected more than a million pages of evidence, and if the case goes to trial, it could last up to four months. The owner of a bar and strip club near Corona has been charged with six felonies, including workers' compensation, insurance fraud, and tax evasion. Angel's Sports Bar in Corona was featured on an episode of the Spike TV show Bar Repair in July 2011, during which it was renamed Racks Billiards and Bourbon. Renee Ann Vickery was arraigned at the Riverside Hall of Justice. She entered not guilty pleas and has a felony settlement conference scheduled in August. The R Riverside County District Attorney's Office began an investigation after receiving information that Vickery was underreporting her employee payroll at the Corona location. It was found that the insurance policy listed Vickery as employing four employees at each of the Corona and Anaheim businesses and three employees at each of two San Bernardino County businesses. Investigators determined that Vickery actually employed more employees than that at each of the four locations. 
Hall said search warrants were served at all four businesses as well as Vickery's Corona Home and several financial institutions. Audits of this information found that losses were in excess of $340,000. Vickery was then charged by the DA's office with the six felonies. If convicted as now charged, Vickery faces up to 14 years and four months in prison. Owners of engineering company face fraud charges. Alani Pacheco, age 57, and his wife Carolina Pacheco, 47, both of Redwood City, have been arrested on felony charges related to the failure to pay workers' compensation insurance premiums. Alan Pacheco's bail has been set at $50,000, and his wife's bail has been set at $20,000. Authorities allege that the Pachecos were co-owners of ANF Engineering in San Mateo and were contracted with the Redwood City to perform streetlight repairs. In 2009, an employee was run over by a company truck in Redwood City and subsequently passed away en route to the hospital. A workers' compensation claim for the death benefit was submitted to ANF's carrier. The carrier discovered that Alan Pacheco allegedly lied as to the true nature of work his employees were conducting, stating they only did inside electrical work. This was done allegedly in an effort to obtain a workers' compensation policy at a cheaper rate. Upon policy inception, the insurer did not cover road, height, or depth exposure. The investigation revealed that approximately four months prior to the death claim, another employee of ANF Engineering was injured on the job while lifting a utility box on the street. This employee was driven to the hospital and allegedly told by his employer to report that the injury occurred at home rather than on the job. Alan Pacheco and Carolina were each charged with felonies involving violations of the California Penal and Insurance Codes. If convicted, Carolina Pacheco faces up to five years in state prison and a $50,000 fine, and her husband, Alan, faces up to five years in state prison and approximately $660,000 in restitution. And in medical news, a new study published by the NCCI claims that there is a mounting evidence of obesity contributing to the cost of workers' compensation. Studies by Duke University and by Johns Hopkins University point to substantially higher odds of injury for workers in the highest obesity category. Further, a 2011 Gallup survey found that obese employees account for a disproportionately high number of missed workdays, thus causing a significant loss in economic output. And earlier NCCI research found that claimants with a comorbidity code indicating obesity experience medical costs that are a multiple of non-obese claimants. The study concludes that obesity contributes in significant ways to the length of time during which claimants receive indemnity benefits. And in regulatory news, nearly $32 million in grants will be distributed this year to district attorneys in California by the California Department of Insurance. These grants will support efforts in investigating and prosecuting workers' compensation insurance fraud. 
Every year, the Fraud Assessment Commission determines the grant funding based on assessments placed on California employers. The Workers' Compensation Grant Review Panel reviews and makes grant funding recommendations based upon multiple criteria, including previous year performance data submitted by the counties. In Southern California, $5.9 million in grant money will help the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. The Orange County District Attorney will get $3.6 million, while Riverside and San Diego counties were awarded $1.5 million and $4.5 million each. Deputy District Attorney John Morris, who's in charge of Healthcare Fraud Division in Los Angeles County, said he plans to use the new round of grant money to hire an additional prosecutor and support staff. Morris said that over the last two fiscal years, Los Angeles County has more than tripled the number of criminal filings related to workers' compensation fraud cases. The largest number of fraud cases involve business owners illegally, illegally neglecting to provide the insurance, neglecting to pay their premiums, or lying on their applications to get lower premiums. The California Department of Industrial Relations Office of Self-Insurance Plans has selected PSI services to provide claims adjuster testing services under a two-year contract beginning July 1st. The self-insured administrator certification test is essential and in many instances required by employers in order to obtain employment and professional career advancement. This new system streamlines the testing process by allowing individuals to schedule the certification examination anytime throughout the year at any one of PSI's 15 locations throughout the state. The candidate will receive their certificate and be ready to work immediately upon successfully passing the exam. Under the old system, the test was only administered two times each year and only at two locations in the state. This created delays of up to six months for a candidate be to become certified and required substantial travel to one of the two testing sites. Under the new contract, there is no cost to the state and candidates will pay a reduced testing fee of $120, creating savings for both parties. The DWC has posted an updated fact sheet for injured workers explaining the use of QMEs and AMEs. The division is providing a grace period until July 15, 2012 to use the revised fact sheet. Only the text is required for compliance. Information about the need to fill out and file the claim form was revised and the explanation for treatment within a medical provider network was reformatted to clarify questions for potential use of a QME or AME. The updated fact sheet, including the text-only version, is available in English and Spanish and can be found on the Information and Assistance Unit web page. The DWC has announced that Administrative Director Rosa Moran has selected Ellen Flynn as Associate Chief Judge. In this position, Flynn will oversee the Southern California offices, monitor procedures for effective calendar management, participate in implementation of policies, staffing, and other operational activities. Judge Flynn will take over for Judge Mark Kahn, who is retiring after 31 years of service with the DWC. 
Judge Kahn started as a workers' compensation judge in January 1981, serving as presiding judge of the Van Nuys District Office from 1985 to 88, and then assistant chief of the division until 1991. That year, he became associate chief just judge, a position he held until his retirement on June 2nd. Judge Flynn has been the presiding judge at the Anaheim DWC District Office since 1991. She joined the DWC as a workers' compensation judge after working for the State Compensation Insurance Fund. She was named Judge of the Year in 1991 by both the California Applicants' Attorneys Association and the California Defense Attorneys Association. Judge Flynn received her bachelor's degree from UCLA and her law degree from the University of San Diego. She served on the executive committee of the workers' compensation section of the state bar, as well as on the board of directors of the Conference of California Workers' Compensation Judges. Judge Flynn has also been a speaker at educational programs for the state bar and for local workers' compensation groups. And with that, that is all our news and events for this week. Please check our website daily for news updates, for past editions of our news, and for much, much more. And please remember, you can subscribe to our weekly news podcasts and our special reports using your iPhone, your iPad, or your iPod by searching for WorkComp Academy in the iTunes Store. Again, I am Renee Foles with Floyd, Scarron, and Kelly. Thanks for joining us today, and please drop by again next week for more news.